Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. Whether your family has been doing devotions together for years or this is the first time introducing them, building a family of faith is just what you need to help your family connect with one another, grow in faith, and learn how physical activity can influence your relationships and your faith. Who better to guide you than Andy Dooley, a passionate leader, pastor, social media influencer, fitness professional, and father of four who has worked with families for more than 18 years through sports, fitness, and ministry. Andy was a joy to speak with, and I think this episode will serve as an encouragement for those of you who are looking to reignite the time spent with not only your family, but God too. I also want to put it out there that if you have a recommendation of someone you'd love to hear on the Minimalist Moms podcast, shoot me a direct message, an email, or there's a new form on minimalistmomspodcast.com that you could fill out. I'm looking to speak with anyone that is under the umbrella, if you will, of minimalism. So simple living, intentional living, minimalism of any sort, I'd love to chat with them. My goal with this podcast is to introduce you to a variety of voices and you can take what you want from these conversations and leave what doesn't work best for your family. So for those of you interested in this conversation, I hope it's beneficial to you. Otherwise, I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Let's get into this conversation with Andy Dooley. Andy, thank you so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm honored. I'm really excited to have you. One of my goals for this year was to have more dads, more men on the show, just to give some different perspectives, because I think that hearing from all types of different perspectives is so important in my life. And so I'm glad to have you here. But before we get into our conversation today, we're going to be talking about devotionals together with your family and why that's important. Devotional Mm -hmm. time, I should say. Before we get there, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself and tell me who I'm talking to. Yes. Well, you're talking to Andy Dooley. I am a fitness coach, author, and entrepreneur. I have had the privilege and honor to be able to connect with families throughout all of those stages, which is really cool. And I just love what I get to do because I love people. And how did you get into all of this? Because fitness coach, you have a podcast? I do. Podcaster, fitness coach, author. How did this all kind of come together? Well, it's funny. I have always been a creative person. And initially the creativity came from being a sketch artist. I always was drawing, but every single thing that I do, creativity is a part of it. Even the way I would dress, I've always had a desire to just create. So from social media, I started with Instagram and then it started blooming into different things. And then my TikTok took off. I did a podcast during 2020, which a lot of things happened in 2020. I'll get into more of that because that has to do with the book as well. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy writing a book during the pandemic. Or it sounds like, obviously, this is releasing now that yours was prompted through the pandemic. And I'm assuming, not to put words in your mouth, that that came from family time? I don't know if you remember, when the pandemic hit, it almost felt like it was an extended vacation. You're like, yeah, not sure what's going on, but you like it because you get to stay home a little bit. And during that time, we had just moved to Seattle, Washington, 12 days before the pandemic. 
So we got here, I started work on March 1st, and then I was sent home <laughs> 12 days after on furlough. Oh gosh. And with that, I'm sitting there like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And then the first case of COVID in the States was here in Seattle, Washington, in Kirkland, like not far from us. So we were wondering like, wow, Lord, did we really hear you? <laughs> you know, are we supposed to come here? And what prompted this book was I went outside and I noticed there were so many people. It just felt weird. It felt almost if it was like a Labor Day or something where people were out and about on a random Tuesday. And from that point on, I started doing daily walks and getting steps in. And I was having conversations with new people, people and friends. And I was noticing how much I loved being home with my family. However, I started hearing stories of people being annoyed with the closeness of being at home with their family. They thought they were close, but they didn't realize that gap in time from going to work and being away from home, traveling, and then coming home really quick and just touching base briefly, they weren't really as close. And so I was hearing about families breaking up, divorces, and it really burdened my heart because I wanted to like figure out a way to bring families closer together and draw them nearer to God. So that's how that happened. I feel like it was not make or break it because I think that we are capable of more than we think. And I think for instance, a marriage, there are some absolute deal breakers that the Bible does talk about. And I have empathy and compassion for people going through those experiences. But I think sometimes we do just feel annoyed. So we kind of throw in the towel a little bit too soon, or maybe we were finding that because we were faced with like that person constantly being around. So I know that surprisingly COVID was pretty good for my husband and I, and we haven't always gotten along, but <laughs> that was a good time for us. But it, yeah, I think you're right. I think that when we're faced with something on a daily basis, it makes us confront ourselves and the things that maybe we don't like about ourselves, but also the things that like annoy us about other people. But I always tell myself too, I'm like, regardless of what relationship I'm in, you're always going to find whomever you're around annoying for lack of a better word. There's always going to be something that bothers you about another human because we're all sinners and we're not perfect. And so trying to combine two lives, whether it's your partner or with your children, getting all these people together is very complicated and it can be frustrating. 100%. So that was what prompted you to write this book. But I'm wanting to know, why did you feel the need that the devotional time was going to be so profound to people's life, even outside of COVID? Because what I noticed was was the intentional time that you spend with your family can create a closeness that you just can't manufacture. You just can't. I can't sit there and say, if I do one plus one, this is going to equal this. You just have to spend time with each other and not just spend time with each other, but do things together, compete, have fun, do things in a way that causes you to lean on each other, which brings closeness. A lot of times when you go through hard times in your life and those people that are around you that you end up being comfortable with leaning in on, you guys develop a bond and you get closer. And so that's why I felt is if I could create a template and have an intentional ways for families to get around each other, that bond will slowly start to build. And then you have a common goal with going through a devotional, having intentional time together. I'm marking this time to spend with my family. And from that point on, it will draw you closer to each other. And then with the core of it, drawing you nearer to God was the whole goal of this book. Absolutely. And you say simple and fun devotions to, again, draw you closer to each other and nearer to God. And so I'm wondering, did you use examples when you were first starting to brainstorm for this book? Were you doing some of these things and you're like, oh, here we go. We can write this down. This is an activity. Or what did that look like? Like, I guess your brainstorming process and how you ended up completing this list. 
It was literally things that we were doing. For example, we did this thing in the summertime where we said, you know what? There's 68 days till the end of summer. We're going to do, for our family, we did 100 push-ups a day. So we have four kids. So the older ones will get a dollar. My wife and I get a dollar a day if we complete 100 push-ups a day. Seems daunting and seems like crazy, but it's throughout the day. So if you did 10 here, 10 there, and then we had a one and a half year old. And then my son at the time was like four. They get 25 cents just to just do it. But it was something that brought us closer to each other. And so we did lots of things like that. We would go to Target. You'll see in my book, like we talk about our Target runs and the things that we do at Target and how they get to spend money. And we show them real life situations. So what you're getting in here are a lot of the things that our family actually do. And then we saw actually worked. It's really interesting to ask questions that seem deep, but hearing little kids' responses, it's, I think sometimes we think we can't engage with them in such a way, but it is curious to see some of their profound answers. I don't know. My daughter always catches me off guard and she's seven and a half. And I think the intentionality behind asking questions, whether they are in regards to God or just something that we're experiencing in our day-to-day, I think it's very worthwhile. And it does create such a deeper bond with one another because I definitely don't think of myself as like, I'm not just my kid's friend, I should say. I definitely understand the parent-child dynamic, but in a certain way, like I want to be friendly and have a friendship with them too. So I think that that type of, again, intentionality to, again, for lack of a better word, is how to do that. Because that's what we do with our friends, you know? Totally, yeah. What are other things that you did? I wanted you to provide some examples. So you mentioned the target run, the push-ups. What are other things that you found to be really fun? What is something else? that's been really unique. So one of the things we used to do was we would find a scripture at the beginning of the week. My wife and I would come together, find a scripture that was meaningful for our family and then decently easy for them to memorize. So we'll present it in the first part of the week and then we'll go over it, recite it, and we'll say, everyone, we have to memorize this by the end of the week. If you memorize it, you get to go have dessert at your favorite spot. That was one thing. So it was really cool hearing the girls and my son trying to recite it throughout the week. It's bringing them closer. My wife and I were in the car with the kids. And at random times, we're like, okay, what is the scripture? And so us piecing it together as a family to come up with the actual verse. So it just was little things like that. Another thing is that we pray every night before we go to bed. That's just the way we end our day. We make sure we pray together. And hearing kids pray is so beautiful because it's authentic, it's genuine, it's real. And sometimes, like you said, some of the most profound things you're going to hear mm-hmm. will come out of a kid's mind. And it's fitting with your minimalist podcast in a sense of they will cut out some of the fluff and just minimize their clear, precise thought. There's other times where they can just ramble all over the place. But a lot of the times when it comes to prayer, for some reason, it doesn't have to be super long-winded. It could just be so precise, so clear. And that's a moment for my wife and I to impart and pray over our kids, literally touch them, pray over them, pray over their owies, pray over some of our neighbors. It's a powerful moment. 
Absolutely. And it's such a good habit for us to get into too. And for them seeing us being in that habit and that that is a go-to I've tried to pray for my kids every single night since they've been born. I mean, I miss a night if I'm not around, but it's just something that I do think is so important for both of us. And so I do, I thought so funny that you said that in regards to simplicity when it comes to their perspective of the world. And yeah, I think they're not jaded or they're not cynical. And so they can just kind of see things for how they are. Obviously they don't have a ton of wisdom, but in certain ways that is wise to break it all down to that simple, non-complex point of view. Right. And what's cool is the kids are growing up. Once you create consistency in a household, that's going to be etched in their mind. Stay consistent with certain things or traditions. That's how they're going to remember their childhood and attach it to our family. So Mm -hmm. for us, even if we've had them with a babysitter, they want to pray before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. So we'll call in if we're out of town and pray with them before they go to bed. So it's a very beautiful thing to create traditions and consistency as a family. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. For a lot of my listeners, I feel like they're on a journey to simplify their lives, but they don't want to sacrifice style, which I completely understand. And that's why I was excited to partner with Home Threads. Home Threads is the perfect blend of minimalism and comfort for your home. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a curated collection of sleek and functional furniture that speaks to the heart of minimalist living, from multifunctional storage to timeless design. They have everything you need to create a clutter-free and serene space for your family. As most of you know, we've recently moved, and I'm not someone to just fill up a room so that it's done and decorated. I wanted to do this with intention, and so I searched out accent chairs on Home Threads and found the perfect mid-century modern chair that really complements my space. So embrace the beauty of less and elevate your home with purposeful pieces. Visit homethreads.com minimalist and get a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. No more stressful trips to the fitting room under fluorescent lights. With Armoire, you get to wear quality pieces without the hassle of adding to your wardrobe or paying designer prices. I'll say, as a busy mom of three, I know the importance of treating myself to something special. And Armoire allows me to prioritize quality over quantity in my wardrobe. Plus, Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led, so you can feel good about supporting a business that empowers women. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, try Armoire today. You'll never have to worry about finding the perfect outfit for any occasion again. If you're curious for some of the looks that I've chosen, check out my collaboration highlight on Instagram for a few of my favorite armoire looks. 
looks that you can grab too. So right now my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalist. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalist to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. So what are a couple other ideas that you have that you recommend in your book? One of my favorites is called push pause. We live in a world right now where it's insanely busy and they're telling you 24, seven, 365. If you want to reach your goals, you have to do this, have to get up at 3 a.m., only get a couple hours of sleep. And that's what the billionaires do. That's what millionaires do. All the successful people do. At the end of the day, if you have faith in God, the Bible tells you, you need a Sabbath. You need to find a way to press pause. There's time to push and go hard and put your work in, but you have to pause and rest. Just imagine all that God can do within minutes of that day that you're resting compared to all the work we're striving to do on our own. And so reminding our family to pause, like Friday, we do a thing called Friday Family Fun Night. Super fun for us. The kids get excited. We go to the dollar store. They get to choose their candy like they're going to a movie theater, choose whatever they want for a dollar. Typically, my wife would take them there and come back each week we rotate on who gets to choose what movie. And then obviously we have a a screening filtering system of how we do that. But it's just super simple. Being able to get together Friday Family Fun Night, we call it Triple FN, and sit down and watch a movie with some snacks. And then we'll talk about the movie. It's Mm -hmm. just a great time with each other to be able to just be intentional. Yeah, I really like that. We need to get better about that. I think it is so hard to have your personal goals as an adult. Like you do have to die to yourself and say, yeah. like, no, I have to prioritize these kids. This is what I chose to do. This was a decision that we chose together. We wanted to have children. And so, especially in these foundational years, which actually I think all the time that they're in your house is foundational, regardless of whether they're little or teenagers, maybe even certain ways like teenagers are even more critical of being around and having these intentional conversations. But yeah, I think that is something that especially it's I live in Ohio and it's going to get colder here. And I think the coziness of the winter kind of lends itself to say we're going to be cozied in this weekend, snuggling in this weekend. And we're going to take some time to do that with one another, because I think it kind of like does force you to stop. Just you're not outside for nearly as long as you are in the summer. Yeah, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, actually. Oh, you grew up in Columbus, Ohio. I did. Oh, yep. That's where I am. That's awesome. I saw that. I saw you. Are you a Buckeye fan? I went to Ohio State, but my husband loves the Buckeyes. I'm like almost six feet tall, like just under, and I'm not athletic in the slightest. I'm more of a creative. (laughs) Everyone always said I was athletic. No, I mean, I appreciate the Buckeyes. I appreciate the culture of it, but it does ruin people's days. Like my dad, if the Buckeyes lose, it's bad day for sure i don't love that yeah buckeyes are diehards i mean you get off the airport you see buckeye stuff gas stations your walmarts yeah it's pretty nuts but oh that's so cool wait how long did you live here I grew up in Ohio. I was born in Hawaii. Oh. And I moved when I was three or four. We went to Lima, Ohio when I was in sixth grade. Were you a military family? Hawaii? Okay. Yeah. My mom's from Trinidad. And then my dad was born in Indiana, but he grew up in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My mom's from Indiana or Indianapolis. So cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it here. I think it's a great place. We get the four seasons, which I really appreciate. So. Yes, I agree. 
So you've given us some things that you've done in your household. And I'm wondering how you would encourage people to, I don't know, I, again, I think it can feel daunting to have to do one more thing or we're so busy, but I mean, again, this is our family and this is our choice that we've made. And so I think that it needs to take priority in life. So I guess what other encouragement do you have for listeners that haven't implemented these devotionals, but are looking to do so? Well, first and foremost, I just want to say, give yourself grace, parents. Parents, you're doing better than you think. There's a lot of us that are hard on ourselves. There's a lot of times we feel like we're not measuring up or doing well. We may compare ourselves to other families. Don't compare yourself to anyone because that breeds doubt, which will delay your purpose. You can imagine. I always think of there was an Olympics where I think it was Phelps. He was like swimming. The other guy, his competitors right next to him. And there's a picture of the competitor literally looking at Phelps while they're swimming. And what happens is when you're looking at something, you kind of drift that way Mm. and it takes you off course. So if you're worried about someone else or you're worried about other families where they're at, that's going to keep you from what God has called you to do with your family. Mm. And I really believe you are better off being who God's created you to be and take your time. This devotional is literally set up as a template for a beginner. If you've never taken your family through any type of discipling or never done a devotional, it's easy. It's set up for you. You could just read this scripture and go through each part. And then you're going to find out how much you start to fall in love with family, prayer, and a desire to want to know more about God. And that's the ultimate, wanting to get to know about God because he's the architect of us. He mm-hmm. designed us. Why not go to the architect to find out how he created you? So I just want to leave you with encouragement saying, just give yourself grace. Take one day at a time. You may have a rough day. You may snap on your kids one day. Guess what? You go apologize put your pride aside, and then start fresh the very next day. That's a good word for sure. I was trying to think about it as you were talking, just some of our intentionality as a family, where is that time spent? And I think it's typically in nature. We really like to be outside together. So even if push-ups aren't your thing, maybe you can right. find something, fill in the blank that you can fill in for a devotional for that day and find scripture that has to do with the miracle of the world that God has given us. So yeah, I think that we can take a lot away from what you've written. So Thank yeah. You. Well, where can listeners, find a copy of your book and connect with you online if they want to do so. Yes, I keep it simple. If you go to my Instagram, Andy, the letter L, Dooley. So Andy L. Dooley, D-O-O-L-E-Y. In my bio, I have a beacon link. You click on that link and it has my podcast. It has where you could pre-order or buy my book and everything else, my TikTok, all of my YouTubes, everything is in that one link. Well, Andy, thank you so much for joining me today. This was really wonderful. And I hope that it encourages people as they do devotionals with their families. So thanks for your time. Truly my pleasure. Thank you for having me. What did you think of the episode? If you enjoyed this conversation, I want to encourage you to leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet. Leaving a rating and review is the best way you can help this podcast continue to succeed and grow. Again, thank you to everyone who supports The Minimalist Moms by listening, leaving those rating and reviews, or following along on social media at Minimalist Moms Podcast. As always, I invite you to keep the conversation going at minimalistmomspodcast.com and there you can find links to the Instagram account, my Facebook page, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less.